On this week's episode of Therapeutic Control Podcast, we talk about all the stuff announced a few weeks ago at CES with Sony. Everything about the accessibility controller and the Gran Turismo movie. We also talk about all the madness that happens with Madden and its online franchise. Microsoft having a developer showcase at the end of the month. And we find out what Final Fantasy games Joe and Bethel have to play for the end of 2023. All that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra. We. And welcome back to another episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. It's the podcast you come to for all the tips, tricks, all the good stuff you want to know. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's us, Third Party Controller Podcast. You had that special short episode last week of me reviewing Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. It was fun to do. Hope you guys enjoyed that. But now we're back to our regularly scheduled programming for the year. We're back to third party. We're back to three PC news. What a fool. Topics of the week. All that stuff. We're ready to, to take on 2023 by the horns and give it a good like kiss you in the face and the booty cheeks. All that good <laughs> shit. Um, before I start, because I don't, I don't think I told Joe, I finally got to experience how it would be in the world of Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney because I got chosen for a jury trial last week and I had to do a jury trial and all I gotta say is it's nothing like Phoenix Wright whatsoever yeah, but, I yeah. Told you that. but yeah is it uh, like the Pauly Shore movie it, I wish it was like the Pauly Shore movie because I would have been the wheeze oh <laughs> give me the juice for anyone younger than that, Polly Shore was a comedian back in the early 90s who was huge. He was fantastic. He was I amazing. Movies. Great movies like Encino Man, Son-in-Law, Biodome. I didn't like Biodome. I loved I Biodome. In the Army Now. In the Army Now. That was good. That was good. Yeah. I but, actually watched it a few weeks ago and it's still pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I, there's a part where they go, grunt, and he just goes, um but yeah i was on a jury for a week and it sucked and it was for a dui case and it ended up just becoming a hung jury at the end so that was a waste of a whole week a lot of big dicks uh sure yeah well that's what they call it when you said they're a hung jury it was a hung well hung jury means that no one was able to come to a decision oh yeah. Oh, hung jury except Jesse. Yeah, so <laughs> pretty much that's why they couldn't come to a decision. I was the only one who wasn't hung. I was like, Jesse sorry guys. Everything. They're like, damn it, or they're like, okay. They took us into the the room where we had to decide. The they're like, all right, show. They're like, all right, show it. And they're like, this fucking guy, it. this fucking, this fucking asshole. Dicks. And I'm like, sorry guys, I didn't mean to. But yeah. It's really cold right now. <laughs> it, it was quite an experience. Have you ever been on a jury, Joe? I have, yes. You have? You did the whole yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of it's kind of like fucking shit. It's kind of 
Very. Have you been though? No, I've gone to jury duty, but I didn't get selected. No. I've been selected. It's quite a process. Interesting. So I'm just here to report. It's not like Phoenix Wright. I'm kind of a bummer. You know, I was waiting for like objection. You know, there was a moment in it that was kind of cool, but other than that, nah. So yeah, that was me. But anyway, let's get to it. Beto. Hey, suffer. Hey. things a little bit of a couple of things mm-hmm. uh kind of i more 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 often i'm getting into ruts where i don't feel like playing anything mm-hmm. uh but i got recently into playing well i'll do one thing because this is short uh sifu i bought sifu mm-hmm. uh on the ps5 and it's like i said i wasn't really in the mood to play it so i gotta go back into it when in in a the more motivated mind space I yeah, guess, yeah yeah headspace um but i played it, it was okay uh it, i the controllers were okay there the the camera is like felt like it was way too close mm-hmm. um but I, I see why people like it because you, like you're just fighting uh it's souls-ish where you gotta like dodge or parry and then attack um there's the the levels or the the way you die it's it's interesting because mm-hmm. if you die in the game you die in real life you die in real life <laughs> if you die in the game you um you age mm-hmm. so you start off when like you're like 19 or something and then uh I've, i don't know exactly how how you age like uh because there's sometimes where i would age like two years or three years but i'm not sure, like, sure how how that works mm. but you every time you die you age until you game over you you end up being like 65 years old or something and and you see yourself aging too like you, in your 20s you grow in a beard 30s you, the beard's bigger hair's longer um you get like uh white hairs and stuff so it's uh it's it's pretty cool seeing that progress mm. in it but you can't get that far if you keep dying in it so yeah. that, that just happened to me there was one part where i just couldn't pass it it was like the first boss uh, and I kind of just stopped. I was like, yeah, it was, it was, it was okay. So the older you get, the slower you are, the not as good you are. Uh, is it like you're gonna die at ninety six? I so. didn't notice yeah. anything. I'm pretty. I don't know. I really, I I wasn't. I, I was just like whatever about gotcha. playing it, right? Yeah. So I I got to get back into it just to to give give it a better, a better shot, a better chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just got pretty hard, and I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, but I played that. And then uh, started playing PGA 2K3. Oh, okay, yeah. 2K23. Because uh-huh. uh, Joe was telling me that it was like real cheap, so I bought it. And I uh, started playing it. It's such a, a lot of fun. Um, I, it's good. Yeah, I put the difficulty to the hardest one, and it was like, it felt a little too hard. Uh, and then I lowered it down one, uh, whatever, like one level of uh, difficulty. And uh, it was still pretty hard, but I was a little more manageable. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I've gotten a lot better, so I haven't changed the difficulty yet. Uh, but I want to try on the harder difficulty because now it's I'm getting I'm still not great, uh, but I I do feel like I'm getting better. And it's also helped that 
I upgraded like the my clubs and all that stuff, so you can you can update your stats uh, for your player and your actual clubs, so you can get a better uh, like timing of the swing, mm-hmm. uh, better more like a stronger swing, like more power when you hit the ball. Uh, so that's I feel that that's been beneficial to my character. Um, but yeah, I, I mean that's pretty much like I've been playing playing that a good amount actually just. Just to kill time, because something like quick, quick pick up yeah, and play. You can play real quick. Uh, so, so. R- real quick, sorry, because you played a lot of like the Tiger Woods back yeah. in the day, EA's EA Sports, Tiger Woods and stuff. Do you see a difference? Do you see an upgrade from how it was back then? And you're like, oh, I like this player. That's cool that they did this. Is this is an improvement, or does it just feel similar? It feels similar. Like oh, I, okay. I, I don't remember the the, the uh, Tiger Woods games a lot. Mm-hmm. I do remember the swing mechanics are very similar, uh, but. I feel like you could probably control the ball. Um, like thinking back, I, you could control the ball a little bit better, but it was where it's too easy, where you could get a lot of spin on the ball and try to like uh, control where you want to place the ball when you hit the green. Yeah. Um, this one, it is a, it's not that difficult, but there is a little bit more difficulty in in controlling the ball. But I think now, because there's, I think there's rules to the clubs, how they're cut. Because I remember hearing about this, like, what, to make it a little bit more difficult to control that ball. So maybe that they kind of added that, like, to uh, uh, to make it more realistic how it is now. Yeah. In with uh, with real life like clubs and stuff. Because I think they did they did something with the clubs where you kind of uh, it's it's hard to control the ball, the spin of the ball. Mm. Um, but it's yeah, it's still com- like thinking back, it kind of feels similar. Swing mechanics definitely, like I said, um, but. Yeah, okay. I, I can't really think if it's how much more difficult because I, I feel like every golf game that I play, which is really just the EA game and this one, they they do feel very similar, especially like in the, the when you're putting, mm. they do the same exact thing that they all do. They have like the the grid, like the lines to kind of tell you how how the green is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's still very similar. So I'm not sure if like how, how how different it is. I would have to go back and play it see. See to tell the differences because you shape the ball, you could like, like make a curve, like you draw and fade. Huh. Uh, they they did develop the developer of um, <clears throat> this game. They did develop uh, one of the entries in uh, Tiger Woods. They did. Oh, they uh, did. Okay, I think ten. So uh, like P- the PlayStation Two one, and then I think they even uh, they even worked on the the port a PS portable version of a, of a of one after that. So. You know, this this is a game that um, started off P- PGA 2K. The, the whole series actually started off as the the golf club. Yeah. And it was recently like 2014, 2015. They did a sequel. They did a follow up, and then uh, they ended up uh, being. I don't know if they got bought or they ended up working out a deal, a thing with uh, 2K, and they yeah. became the the new one. And it's basically like the yeah. It's at this point right now, it's like the, the golf game. Yeah, but yeah, I've been I've been, I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, there's like there's some a new thing that they added to it where where you can play the regular tour stuff you play a golf course you try to win mm-hmm. but on top of that there's a rivalry mode where you can go up against uh, like pros like actual plural pros and uh you try to beat them also so you try to beat you try to win we get first place but also beat them uh in that same tournament so it's pretty cool playing yeah. that so is it like since it's rivals is it just like oh your rival is tiger woods or this one 
do they have like a cool little scene like, hey man, I'm gonna beat you up. You better not. I don't like how you did that. You know, like they can't act. No. It's like, hey man, you got my golf clubs. Those are mine. I'm gonna get you. I no. don't deal with that <laughs> malarkey. You know? No, no but they they yeah. do mention the commenta- cool. the commentary team does mention that oh they were on 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 social media talking back and forth about oh, it. They wow. do say that, but uh, it's yeah. I, I when you're playing it. They play replays of what they the stuff that they do. Mm-hmm. I had to turn it off because it's like every fucking time that you you're, you're at a hole, you finish your hole and they complete. They're they're showing what they're what they're doing. I'm just like, oh, this is too much. Yeah, it's too long. I had to go into the settings to take that off because it it did take way too. The, long. the the game is a godsend for having the fast forward button too. That like too. you can literally after you hit a shot and it starts to roll. Yeah. You can fast forward. Oh yeah. The the like, to the end. So I mean, like when it, it just you know sometimes it's cool you want to watch it, but then sometimes you're just like, how do I fucking get through this already? Yeah. Or I just want to you know, you know, like I don't want to see. I don't have to see every last part of the. So it's kind of cool that. You know, that's that's been around since the last version too. Yeah. I always thought that was fucking cool. It's like, oh, cool, I can just you know uh, just get through this real quick. No, it it, it does help too in in uh, in, in uh, helping with just uh, quickening everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, yeah, when you hit the the ball, you just like automatically. Like I, I don't think I've ever not hit the triangle button too fast mm. for it. Because <laughs> it's like it's it's so much. Fun. I usually wait. I want to see where it hits. Yeah, and then once it starts to roll, that's what, that's what I was like. Okay, we can pass for it. Oh, unless I see something like, oh, this looks like a good fucking hot, a good shot, yeah. and I'll keep yeah. it. Like it, 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 I get it close to the hole. Like, oh, that was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the ones I like too. Yeah, or the long putts. You're like, oh shit, I might get this one, and then you just let it play. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. I uh, just created my character. Like, it's what's cool is you get sponsors in this. Oh, okay. So any golf sponsors, Nike, whatever, or Mizuno. Mm-hmm. Fucking title list and all that stuff. They go, oh hey, we noticed your performance lately. You've been doing really well. Uh, you you want to get sponsored by us? And you sign with them. And then if you do bad, you're like, hey, you're because your performance last time you didn't do so good. I don't think we're gonna sponsor you anymore. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but true. it goes back and forth, so you you can keep getting them. But uh, every time you do well, but uh, uh, but that's pretty cool. Just just keep getting uh, mm-hmm. uh, sponsors like that, and you try to get the best ones. But it's just it's really nothing. I, don't, I, I haven't noticed anything. Like, I don't give uh, a fuck. Yeah, you know, it's I don't give a shit. You, you can unlock like uh, uh, clothes or clubs and stuff, but you don't really. I don't think the clubs really do any have any specific stats uh, that that benefit that benefit you. Uh-huh. It's more like you upgrade your stuff. Like you get okay. you unlock like uh, certain things that you can add to your to your uh, clubs to mm-hmm. make them like so you can play better with them yeah or the balls even they like, get better balls um Ooh. but the actual clubs i don't think you i don't think they uh there's anything special to them other than just like the name but yeah that's that's pretty much all i've been playing um there's a lot of shit that i want to get back into like because uh, yakuza oh, ishin like God. a dragon's coming yeah. out next month yeah. so i want to play even though it's not gonna i'm not gonna tie into anything into the new one uh-huh. uh, I just want to play Yakuza 7 and finish that so I can get into the next one. Oh shit that's right you still got one more no? yeah Yakuza 7 well I started playing it and uh, I don't know why I stopped I don't know what happened oh God of War came out a friend and of ours Eric he that's his first one he played oh, really? 7 and I told him like hey play these ones first but I, he was just super into getting why, that, why, that why'd you tell him that? no no I, I told him that cause cause there's characters that show up in this in 7 what? I mean, I put six in this character uh, in it. But I get it isn't really that big of a deal. But yeah. I did tell him the order to play Yakuza, though, when he gets to it. 
But he was very hesitant because it was an RPG. And he's like, oh, I'm yeah. not really into those. Yeah. But I knew, I was like, it has the humor for you to get into it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's going to do yeah. it. And yeah, he just loved it. He beat it like in less than a week. Fuck. Yeah. It's a 40-hour game. It's more than 40 hours sometimes. Well, he probably fucking grind. No, he likes to do all the shit. Yeah. He likes to grind it. He likes to back it up. Jump on it. But now because of that, he's interested in going back and trying out the older ones. Nice. You know. But yeah, no, Ishii's out next week. He's stoked to try that one next week, too. next month, or next month. Sorry, yeah, but he's he's excited to. Oh, he's gonna try that out next. Oh yeah, he's all, all about it. Yeah, that's it, man. When it comes to Yakuza, once you have a taste, you're done. Once you go Kiryu, you never go Kiryu back back at you. Once you go Kiryu, you never go back at you. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Joe? What's up, fool? Um. Also, I also played. Uh, what do you call it? A PGA 2K23. Um, I enjoy it. It's like I like it. It's you know, it's not a huge. Uh, it's, it's not a huge evolution. Or it's not a huge revo- like like change from 21. <clears throat> it's very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, it's bullshit that you can't fucking. Well, how how similar it is and how much nothing's nothing has like overall like nothing drastic change. It's kind of bullshit that you can't play this game against fucking like cross. Not even just cross platform, but just cross console. So like PS4 can't play PS5. I think it's fucking oh, really? ridiculous. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's it's stupid. But um, it's it's good. Yeah, I enjoyed the golf game, and you know, I like playing it. I think they even added a like a a, sh- a couple of maybe one or two uh new like uh, shot types, like the splash. Where I was like, I didn't fucking that wasn't last really? one. Mm-hmm. I thought there was. I don't know. Um. But uh, all in all, it's it's a, it's fun. It's a good game, and uh, I like that. You know, it's funny because my uh, my one of my coworkers got the game too, and uh, he's not a huge gamer, but he was interested in trying it. And he got he uses the three button uh, shot method, mm. which is you know you, you line up the power one punch is power one. And I just thought it was kind of cool because like, hey, you know, really, that's like you can play any way you really want to, and, and yeah. still have a good time with it. You know, you can take it use the analog stick make it realistic or you can go you know that route too so that was cool um and you know all in all it's a good game um during the holidays i also because it was on sale as well i picked up uh, finally picked up wwe 2k22 cool i you know again i don't know how how deep and how my how long i stay in, in, in with it but um i was pleasantly surprised i thought it was pretty cool hadn't played a wrestling game in a bit uh, got to doing this one and it was pretty fun. The the, the moment that surprised me that was a lot of fun was the uh, my faction, which is basically like their ultimate team with like two K version of ultimate team. You know, winning the cards and doing everything like that. That was actually pretty fun. Yeah, like you know, it puts you through matches and you can do a bunch of stuff. So I would say yeah, like I, I was like you know I I, uh, I enjoyed that. Um, the main mode, uh, the the showcase mode this year is. Uh, Rey Mysterio and that was kind of interesting like it, it it has its uh its plus and minuses like the plus side presentation was pretty cool they almost do it like a documentary where Rey Mysterio kind of explains his key matches and really important matches and like things while you're doing it and then like so that you'll be playing the match and they'll be like I, I don't know if it's a full-on uh not sure if it's a full on. Uh, uh, I 
don't even know. Maybe it's, it feels like a, a tutorial in the beginning, but they show you a lot of the stuff. You work through the mode. Um, and even during the match, you'll get to certain points where like, there'll be objectives during the match. Hey, do this, do this. And then it kind of shows you how to do the stuff. And then after you do it, it like puts you into a, uh, it'll put you into a, a, a scene in the match where like the, the match will basically transition from game engine to the actual like live footage of the match. And then once they go to the live footage cool. of the match, Ray Mysterio starts explaining parts of the match where he's like, oh, this part right here with this or that. Kind of still in character, like in, like in, uh, you know, like, like, like playing it straight. Mm-hmm. Not so much like behind the scenes thing, but like at all, this is an important part. Eddie wanted, like, one of the first matches him and Eddie Guerrero from Halloween Havoc, oh, yeah. uh, which is a great match. And he said, yeah, Eddie wanted to take my mask and da da da. So the way it's done, it's pretty cool. Like it's in character. Um, I was I was impressed by that. I was enjoying that. I was like, oh, that's fucking really cool. That's cool. I think there's too many objectives after a while. Like you, don't, I don't think you have to do every objective, but if you do, it can take a while. So I, like, so after a while, I was like, all right, all right what what the fuck am I have to do now? Like, how long is this gonna go? <laughs> but um, that was pretty cool. Like having never played a showcase mode in any of the games, uh, I enjoyed that. Um, picked up. Uh, they start you with a little bit of cash so you can buy some characters but then like the season pass I don't know if it's still on sale it was only like 20 bucks I didn't buy it I kind of wanted to but I was like eh I don't really need it mm-hmm. what's uh, in the season pass? it's characters more characters oh okay all in all that was cool uh, I, I enjoyed it uh, you know I still I still want the I don't know I just want a more refined version of the the uh no mercy wrestlemania you know 2000 engine and i know aew game is supposedly gonna run off of something like that um so it's still my preference like playing this wwe game wasn't bad however i was still like eh like i just you know the others the other engine works so well that it's always hard for me to just be like you know like to want something else so you know but all in all, it was fun. It was cool. No, that's, that's, that was, those were the, the, the big ones for me. Cool. Jesse, what's up? So I ended up finishing Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. I did an episode of, of it last week. So if you want a more in-depth uh, detail on it, I did a whole 38-minute episode of it. So check that out. But pretty much the gist of it, they did a really good job. They could have half-assed it and just made it an exact port of the PSP version, but they didn't. Uh, I enjoyed it. I had a good time, and yeah, a lot, a lot of things I didn't like, some things I did like, but all of that, if you want to know more, it's on last week's episode, so check that out. Just getting a little plug-in on that, but uh, I had fun. Pretty much during like during the holidays and stuff, I got a lot of fucking games, but a lot of them I didn't get around to, to, to playing, which sucks. Because I only played a, like about an hour or two of Need for Speed Unbound, because it was talked about really well. I don't know about the, how the reviews were. Were they really good? They were. I think they were pretty good. It's it's weird because it comes out and EA didn't. I feel like they didn't really market it. It's weird. But then I'm seeing stuff. Uh, basically, the marketing for me was just people on Twitter going like, "Dude, this is, this is awesome! awesome. <laughs> like, look how it looks!" And I, I knew nothing about like the characters themselves are more sh- uh, cell shaded. Yeah, the world is more realistic, but the characters are cell shaded. Um, but things that happen, like there'll be designs or kind of like sparks and stuff, will be like animated and everything. So yeah. it gives it like a unique look to it. 
and I really like that. You can customize your character. You can be a, a guy or girl. But what I played so far, it handled really well. The race is real fun. Uh, it's by Criterion Games, so it's basically the next Burnout Paradise, but yeah. not Burnout Paradise. It's Need for Speed. Uh, the only thing that confused me was like, all right, cool, you got to earn money. And then it's like, okay, go into the next race. And it's like, you can't join this race until you earn this much money. I'm like, how the fuck do I earn money again? <laughs> like, because that's, that's the thing with most games. It's, it, you know, it'll give you tutorial after tutorial, tutorial. And then sometimes I think, oh shit, I think I missed something. I think I didn't read something right or, or whatever. But uh, what the, the time I had with it, I enjoyed it. I just wish I could, I could spend more time. But dude, I got so many, like, yeah, during, it was really busy this holiday. So I couldn't get to a lot of stuff I wanted to because I have my my usual routine schedule of like streaming Mondays and Wednesdays and on specific days. So that takes up a good chunk of my time uh, on streaming things. But right now I am streaming The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3DS version. Uh, so I did it emulated on my Steam Deck and that's how I'm streaming it. And that's been really fun going through that game because I never beat the 3DS version having a fun time with it but then realizing having to remember it yeah it's it's a 1997 game because there's some things i just don't that to me don't transition well to now but i have to kind of keep my mindset in that in that time frame but still it's a classic ocarina of time you can't you can't hate it uh, some people can hate it but i'm fine with it <laughs> in moments i got around to finally playing i've been waiting to play this and i've had it in my possession for like two months and I've been waiting to play it ever since they announced it, ever since it came out. But I was like, you know what? I want to wait. I don't know why. I wanted a physical version of this game. I just wanted to wait, wait, wait. I finally started to play Cuphead. That game is so fucking charming. It is done so well. Like, the aesthetic, everything about it. Gameplay. Agreed. It is. It is just... It's... Was it... I forget. It was just small... It was a small team, right? It was a very so. small team. Yeah. You yeah, know, and, and that one has all the DLC and every and everything, but just like the music, the just how they did it, like it's just I'm pretty much saying what everyone's been saying for like years already. <laughs> <laughs> but it is very, it's it's very good. I I that's another one I want to spend more time with. I just have. Would you get it on? I got it on Xbox, and I'm a weird person. Well, I need I needed something to play on my Xbox because my Xbox kind of just sits there. But lately, I, I'll buy things for. Like something like that is when I make my decisions of buying multi-platform titles, because that one Cuphead, you can buy it on PlayStation, you can buy it on Switch, you can buy it on, on the Steam, you can buy it anywhere basically, but I always like to go like, okay, when did it come out first on, right? So I'll buy it for the Xbox, because originally was, it was paid for, I, I know Xbox paid for a good chunk of it, but it's not an, I know it's not an Xbox studio game. Um... And stuff like that, like even Crisis Core, they came out on PSP. I'm getting it for the PS5 because Crisis Core was one that came out on Xbox on the Switch. Um, so that's how I choose my thing. I'm just weird that way. If it came out originally for this system, I'll get it for that system kind of thing. I'm like that. But yeah, man, Cuphead, just everything about it, everything about it, it's just super charming. And I want to dive more into. I want to get more pissed off because I was dying a ton, and I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm dying. But I really want to get more into it. I, it was good. I enjoyed that. So many other games I still just haven't had the time to to get into, but I want to. Uh, but one I did get into yesterday. That released. Uh, at the time of this recording, it releases today. But I got to try it out, like, basically kind of a day early. Kind of. This was a game I don't care. I didn't care. I never cared to get anything from the series because I'm used to not. Well, it's Dragon Ball. It's a Dragon Ball. It's Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. And when that originally got announced, I was like, ah, I don't care. It's 
Cyber Connect's working on it. They did Asura's Wrath, and then they got kicked out of making the Final Fantasy VII remake. But all jokes aside, when it comes to Dragon Ball games for me, I, I'm a huge fan of Dragon Ball, but I don't buy the games like day one because a lot of the times they're okay. They're not great, or I could wait till they're super cheap. And if they are super cheap and I'm still interested in getting them, I'll get them. But something like, you know, Dragon Ball Fighters was a no brainer because Arc System Works worked on it. You know, it was going to be good. But uh, I, I didn't actually care to get Dragon Ball Z Kakarot when it first released. But I had, you know, because reviews were like whatever. Some people were like, oh, you have to be a fan. And even though I'm a fan, I just I kind of don't care a lot of the times because I'd rather have a good game. But my cousin Ricky's was oh, told me that he's like, it's really good. And I'm like, are you sure? Because I, I saw that you all you do is collect apples. You know, he's like, no, 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 it's good. You'll you'll, you'll enjoy it. I was like, oh, OK, maybe I'll try it when it gets cheap. So then they announced that they were going to do a free upgrade for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. And it was going to release on the PS5 as a physical copy for 20 bucks. So I'm like, oh, OK, cool. 20 bucks. That's if it sucks, whatever. I'm 20 bucks is whatever. You know, if it sucks, whatever, it'll just be a joke. I could put it off to the side. Last night I decided, you know what? I'm going to stream this. I'm just going to pop it in, stream it, see what happens. I'm not going to lie. I had a good time with <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. You know why? And it's fucking stupid. You know what's my favorite part about that, Joe? Mm. You get to collect orbs, and it reminded me of Crackdown. <laughs> and I had fun going around collecting orbs. So the far... Fucking very, very... Uh, uh, collecting orbs or collecting shit like that is so... Yeah. So goddamn addicting. Well, just like in GTA 3, remember you had to collect the hidden uh, the hidden orbs? Dude, okay, wait, was it orbs or the, the packet hidden packages? That Yeah, yeah. Dude... How did we find those? I don't know. Because I don't think I ever looked up anything like where the locations are. We just searched for them and would find all 100. That's crazy. We, we, I'm pretty, we, broke it, we, we broke the game a couple of times. Yeah, we played. did. There's some parts where you go up like, to a building, you, just, you end up just climbing on air, like walking yeah. on air. Or like you'd st- <laughs> try to stack cars to jump over something you're not <laughs> yeah. supposed to. But anyway, back to Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was one of the best parts of Crackdown on 360 back in the day. And I'm not saying this is equal to that, but I just had fun going around collecting orbs. But even going through the game, I'm not huge on the 3D combat of a Dragon Ball game, but this one was actually pretty cool. I'm still figuring it out. But right now, if I had to say there were some negatives with those type of games, or any game in general, which I kind of brought up, when when it's giving you a tutorial as you're playing through it, I'm cool with it, right? Cool with a tutorial, maybe something small that pops up. Hey, hit this for attack, hit this to block. But when they give you pages to read through, sometimes I just zone out. Like on the stream, I was just reading it just so I could know because I didn't want to fuck up. But like after like the 80th one you have to read, you're like, I why are they? I don't know. It kind of it was starting to take me out. And I think if if I wasn't streaming it, I probably would have been. I'll come back later. And I never would have came back. Mm-hmm. But because I was streaming it, I kept going. Uh, but it was cool because it's during the, the Saiyan arc of Dragon Ball. There's more stuff to it, too. But where I'm playing, it's the Saiyan arc. But it, if you're a fan of Dragon Ball, it gives you some extra story. And even story that doesn't make sense. You're just like, that's not possible. But whatever. You know. And it's So far, it's I enjoy it. It's really cool. And since I had a technical... Technically, I had an early copy. I had so many people watching my stream... But so many people jumping on and going, hey, um, 
So uh, I'm trying to download the update, but it's not letting me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, man, uh, I have a physical copy. So, but like, yeah, you were just getting people. Are you playing this on Xbox? I'm like, no, it's on PlayStation 5. And I think I said in my my, my header that it was PS5 version. But uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a good amount of people just jump on there. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was neat. It was it was surprising. It was neat. It was charming. But I had fun. So I, I was kind of surprised. I was really looking for it to be just like garbage. And again, it's yeah. not the best game. It's not God of War Ragnarok. You know, it's not Bayonetta gameplay style. You know, it's none of that. But it was it was charming in its own way. It was fun in its own way. And and you know, I, I chose performance mode on the PS5 for on the PlayStation 5. So it's a nice 60 frames per second, which I will always choose that over uh, uh, like the graphical fidelity. But again, like the game looks good anyway. So I liked it. I liked it. I had I actually did have fun. So I don't know. You watch me, Bethel. What do you think? Well, just watching. Yeah, it looks cool. I would, like I I, I want to buy it now just because it, it did look fun. The yeah. just like going through it, but yeah, no, that's pretty much what I've been playing. Again, I really want to get into to the other stuff I bought, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. But yeah, so we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. EA says 60% of recent wiped Madden franchise saves likely unrecoverable. Electronic Arts doesn't expect to be able to recover the majority of Madden NFL 23 franchise save files that were corrupted last week due to a data storage issue. In a forum post, the publisher apologized for the issue, which impacted players who logged into Franchise League between around 2.45 p.m. Eastern Time on December 28th and 12.45 a.m. Eastern Time on December 29th. Unfortunately, if you logged into the Franchise League during this time, your data was affected due to a data storage issue that resulted in the franchise files being corrupted, the publisher said. Franchise mode is a long-running Madden NFL game mode which lets players manage a team over multiple seasons. First off, we are sorry that this happened, EA said. We know how important your franchises are to you and we are actively working on a fix to restore some of the files via backup as soon as possible. However. Not all affected leagues can be restored. The team is currently projecting around 40% of the leagues to be recovered. It's unclear how many people in the total have been affected by the issue. EA said it plans to deliver a timeline this week around the potential restoration of the save files from a backup. If you logged on during the above window, we encourage you start a new franchise as the mode is up and running, it added. Men NFL 23 topped the monthly U.S. software sales charts following its release in August of 2022. According to the data from the MPDA group, it marked the 23rd consecutive year that a Men NFL game has been the top-selling title during its launch month. Joe Bethel, as you are fans of Madden, are maybe not as much right now, uh, and were part of the leagues. How did? What's your opinion? Every every league I was a part of was affected. Um, they came up afterwards and then, and then they try to minimize it like they always fucking do. 
by saying after after the latest uh, the title up to this that only two percent of all leagues created were affected by this. As if we didn't already know, there's a shit ton of people who create leagues and then never play them again. Mm. Like you know, it's just they always it's just their way. They'll always fucking deflect. Um, they'll always uh, find a way to minimize the shit they do. Someone posted a. Uh, <laughs> Supposedly, like, if, if, if this year's Madden was supposed to be a tribute to John Madden, they must have hated that motherfucker. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw the, the, the tweet, I just thought, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, so we're basically, even in our home league, uh, we're basically moving on with the impression that it's not coming back. So I, I already created a, 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 little, a new fun league for us to, to you know, because, you know, whoa, I mean... It's one of those fucking things that's crazy, right? Because it's like, personally, me personally, play men got me back into football. Like, really into football. Well, then, like, fantasy football also got me back into football. But, you know, play men helped me learn, again, a lot of stuff about football that I didn't know before. So it's hard for me to just walk away and be like, I'm done. Because I don't want to get to the point where I forget things and I'm not, you know, you know, it's... It's almost always been my favorite of like the major sports, mm-hmm. you know, team sports. So I don't really want to lose that. They think it's it's not. A, I, they always minimize shit, but I'm like, I'm telling you, man. Like, there's always gonna be, and, I, and I've seen it. Right? There's people that'll just fucking keep playing no matter what, mm-hmm. right? And, and and we'll keep keep doing, you know, like, and that's fine. A lot of leagues that I'm, I'm in have, are seriously like having a hard time keeping people. You know, they they don't. They don't give a shit because you know they're they're focused on mud, but like these leagues are just like trying to get people to play, and then they think like this this shit happens, and then it's just you know it's it's difficult to uh, basically I always say the same thing. It's like hey, if you don't want to fucking play anymore, I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. Really, I don't. You know, we just made like I just created a new league for the to as a backup for the one we already had that basically is trying to bring the fun back like i'm hoping that like so i'm done because it's like i had even you know like our commissioner gabe is like ever the optimist and even he's like basically like i'm done he's like i'm not doing another one and i'm like i don't fucking blame you he's like no he's like he's like basically he's like this is this is it for me he's like i'm not gonna take the time to run another league and i'm like i don't blame you i'm like i I do not blame you because even we were talking it's like i don't have the fucking patience or the desire to run through another fantasy uh, fantasy fucking draft any of the bullshit so that's why i basically was like i'm gonna take on a fucking regs league and make some make some some rules to it bring the difficulty back down uh one thing that's funny is i always notice that a lot of madden players are snobs like it's all madden or nothing i've learned to come to learn that fucking all madden sucks yeah it's it's especially this year it's a really shitty mode i'm in a league a couple of leagues where i play all pro and it legitimately feels better Yes, uh, like playing the computer is too fucking easy. But when you're playing someone else, playing it on all pro fucking feels good. It feels right. It feels like the way it should play. You know, I, I don't know. It's just my opinion on it. So I went ahead and did some some stuff, and I started something new for some of us that are still on the on the Discord that want to do something. So hoping that it'll be fun. But everywhere else, it's the same shit. You just see it, right? And it's like it's just like yay. They always find excuses. They defer blame. They do what they do, you know. I even told a friend, I was like, you know, I don't, I, I, I'm not into death threats, but man, I'm pretty close to like, if I ever met a fucking EA developer, 
or an EA fucking, like, someone that works on Madden, hard work or not, I'm like, I'm going to have to fucking punch you in the stomach. <laughs> I'm just going to have to. I'm sorry. So, yeah, no, it's 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 a shit place. And, you know, I, I you know, I will continue to play football games. I even, but I like, I, I told, like, I was talking to Taylor, I was like, I don't think I'm buying the next one. I ain't buying it on day one. Mm-hmm. I'm done with that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get it. Yeah. On a sale, mm-hmm. not, like I'm not gonna pay full price anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just not gonna do that, um, and I can't wait until another game is allowed to be created. I will support a fucking football game with fake teams. That's how. That's how far it will go. Yeah. Like, if you just give me something good, I'll support that. There's a couple just, of them, you know, right? I'm hoping that the the 2K the NFL 2K game that ends up eventually coming out. Um, well, there's that the Axis football game. I heard it's okay. Yeah, I I just don't know if that's they work on it. It's PC. I don't know if it's ever going to have the the no. funding to really be good. Okay. But yeah, I'm just like for me first. I'm like, eh, I'm I'm I don't see myself. Like I said, I'm not gonna. There's no there's no more day one for me. Yeah. I just you know I've come up with a yeah, like I said and yeah it's good to the point like to where I got to come up with things ways to make the game fun again, like in our league, mm-hmm. uh, and I've. You know, fun but still challenging, but not challenging in a way where it's like just fucking angering. Yeah. Because even before what we were playing, I you know I would go to work and me and my 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 coworker Dave, we would talk about it and I'd be like, yeah, dude, and it's like fuck, like here we go again. You know, even when I win a game, it's like it's still frustrating. Mm-hmm. I, I have games where it's just like this is just so fucking bullshit. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. They're really the shittiest company I can think of. <laughs> yeah, you know they are. They really know. are. They're just so shitty. Yeah. I, I wouldn't buy. All across you know, the board, not not. And again, I'm gonna tell you, I, I, obviously, you know, I'll continue to play football games. Uh-huh. I'll continue to probably play Madden, but I'm like giving them seventy dollars for a fucking and and playing like, and and going out there and being happy day one. I'm not gonna do that because I know it's not gonna be good, right? I'll I'll wait for a month or two, get my fucking game on sale. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'll do it that way because, and, you know, because that's, that's, I'm just not going to do it anymore and hope that finally another version of it comes out. Yeah. Or fuck, I would rather, at this point, I, I seriously would much rather give the money to GameStop and let them fucking profit over. Oh, yeah. a used copy. I know gotcha. it's all shitty, gotcha. but I would rather give them money and be like, yeah, fuck that. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. buy a used copy instead, instead of buying, uh, you know what I mean? CES ended up happening, and uh, Sony was there at the CES showcase. Talked about a few things, so I'm going to bring some of the stuff up. I don't know if you guys heard, but one of them, at first, I kind of like, their first conversation was this, and I was like, ah, whatever. But when I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, now I'm interested. But Sony gave us the first look at the Gran Turismo movie. The footage was premiered during the company's CES showcase on Wednesday when it confirmed the live-action film is targeted for August 11th release. The movie is directed by Neil Blomkamp from a script written by Jason Hall and Zach Balin. The film is based on the GT Academy contest, which was run by Nissan and Sony between 2008 to 2016 and gave winners a place in Nissan Driver's Development Program. One of the most notable real-life success stories from a GT Academy is UK racer John Mardenborough, who won in 2011 and has since gone to compete in the GP3 series and the 24-hour Le Mans in the Japanese Super GT series. PlayStation uh, Productions' Asad 
Quiz Labash and Carter Swan are among the film's producers, while Gran Turismo creator and polyphony digital boss Kazunori Yamauchi is serving as executive producer. So this is a true story of a, a, a kid who was a fan of Gran Turismo and then oh, got, yeah. So you see the trailer and it actually looks really good. Yeah. Like I kind of. It sounds like, cool. Yeah, it is. Sounds cool. If I had to nitpick on one thing, because I under, I understand like when we're when we see any of these um you know video game based movies, one of the things that kind of irk me that I kind of wish they'd never do, and some people will disagree with me because they go like, no man, they have to do it for the fans. I don't care. Do not let the don't let the movie look like the game. And what I mean by that is like. Doom had the first person mode. Uh, as know? a camera angle? Yeah, or or they'll do like... I, I don't know if Uncharted did this. I don't think it did. I don't remember Uncharted that much, but they did an over-the-shoulder kind of shot. It's like, don't, don't do that. Just shoot it like yeah. you would shoot a movie. But there were some scenes where they made it seem like the theater version of Gran Turismo. Oh, Not okay. like the outcome, but it looked like it was like, well, you're you're matching the, the camera movements of of the game from behind the car from behind or? you know when you okay. play the game and it's, it does the replay oh okay it, it looked like that again it's a it's a car fil- it's a movie based on cars so those kind of angles are a part of a film I just noticed it it's not a horrible thing but I was just kind of like eh but uh, I'm a big fan of well I'm a big fan of District 9 and Neil Blomkamp did that yeah and again this is based on video games stuff like that so him as a director I like how he directs certain things, uh, so we got it. We'll see how it how it goes. Uh, but I was kind of surprised by it. It actually looks not bad. It's gonna be on Prime, right? Only in movie theaters. They oh, made okay. sure in the trailer to say that only in movie theaters. For some reason I thought it was gonna be on Prime. Yeah. So this again, there's always that talk of like, is this gonna be a good video game movie? I, I don't. That debate, whatever. I don't care. All I'm saying is this looked interesting. It's cool that it's based on a story that's basically, yes. you know. Yeah, so I've been saying it's it's based on a story. I feel like it gives it a better chance of it being a good movie just yeah, because yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's just going to be. Uh, or at least like watchable. A, yeah, a so it's gonna be like a, a, yeah, so it's going to be like a um, something that based uh, based on a real story. Mm-hmm. They just tag the GT name on it. Yeah. But it also fits because, like I said, yeah. it's a, but I know you guys haven't seen it, but just by hearing what I talked about, what do you guys think? Yeah, that's cool. I mean, like, yeah. I, I'm glad that it's the like, guy. Yeah, I like I like that premise that it's actually some kid that was inspired to to be a driver from the video game, so mm-hmm. it's, it, it fits. And that happens a lot with some people. Like, they get inspired to do certain things because of games. I mean, didn't your cousin get all into guitars? Oh, yeah. Guitar Hero? <laughs> yeah. They should make a movie on my cousin Ricky's. <laughs> How you learn to play guitar is dope-ass. And now he's touring with Ozzy Osbourne. No. <laughs> <laughs> but there's probably stories like that. Like, yeah. where it's like, dude, I started because of uh, a guitar hero or a rock band. Yeah. But uh, what about you, Joe? What do you think uh, hearing about this? It sounds cool. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it, but yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Like, the story, the fact that it's based on a true story. Because initially, when you said a Grand Tourism movie, I'm like, oh, God, what the fuck is this going to be? But then when you explain it like that, I'm like, that actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't know until I, 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 even when they said, oh, they're showing the trailer for Gran Turismo, when I saw it like on my Twitter feed, I'm like, Psst, whatever. Yeah. But then I watched it and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we all think it's going to be shitty, yeah. but then you realize that it was, that's actually off from a real story. It's, but, uh, it's a unique idea yeah. that anyone else would have been like, all right, we're going to make this racing movie about this guy. But then it's not based on a true story. But like, he's going to lose his girlfriend. And we're going to call it Gran Turismo. Yeah. And then the guy in the trailer goes like, let's go on the Gran Turismo. You know? <laughs> yeah. And all I know, it's fucking, uh, <laughs> what do I go? 
Will Will be win the race? Will he get his Will girlfriend back from the French driver? You know. oh. I screamed and just ran up. Y'all making my dreams come true. <laughs> this <Ooh>. summer, <laughs> get ready for the only experience you can have at a movie theater. Grand an Turismo. IMAX 3D. <laughs> no, an IMAX 4D. Feel the need for speed. I mean, Gran Turismo. Feel the need for Gran Turismo. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, other things they talked about, they uh, brought up PlayStation VR. And they announced Gran Turismo 7 and Beat Saber are coming to the PSVR 2. Announced by President and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, Jim Ryan, at CES, Gran Turismo 7 will arrive as a free upgrade at the launch of the headset. A release date for Beat Saber was not provided. Ryan also claimed that more than 30 games are in development for the headset launch window. Sony said last year that it would have more than 20 games ready for launch on the PSVR 2. PlayStation VR 2 owners will not, however, be able to play existing PlayStation VR games after Sony Real last month that the new headset will not be backwards compatible. Um, so I, I think I brought it. Of course. It, <laughs> uh, I think I brought this up on one of our last ones. Uh, we are owners or pre-order owners of a PSVR 2, so Third Party Controller Podcast will be reviewing and talking about PSVR 2 headsets when that releases and you know what i'm gonna say it right here the only review everyone if you're listening to this that will matter will be joe's that's all i'm saying i could praise it i you're it's more than guaranteed that i'm gonna fucking praise it it's more than guaranteed that bethel's gonna say it was good <laughs> but the review you honestly want to wait for it fuck me right yeah it's yeah. all about joe <laughs> it's all about joe but um but yeah we're getting that uh but I thought, hey, that's pretty cool that Gran Turismo 7 is going to get a free upgrade. Now, they didn't go into detail. Is it just going to be a side thing or is it the whole game? That's pretty neat, uh, which kind of makes me go like, fuck, I should have bought it when it was on sale because it's back to like 70 or 60 bucks, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't need to. I'll, more more likely than anything, any racing game cause will make me throw up because yeah. uh, they did an upgrade to the Wipeout one and... Uh, it was cool, but Jesus, I almost vomited. <laughs> it was bad, um, but still pretty cool. Uh, and Beat Saber, okay, so with the Beat Saber announcement, awesome, but not a launch game. That's yeah. That's what's weird. I mean, I'm again. It's I'm Beat not Saber trying... two. No, it's just Beat Saber. Oh, like Beat Saber's coming. I, if it was a Beat Saber two, that one that would have been the first announcement of a sequel to it. Uh, but two. Again, I'm not saying it's an easy copy-paste, move it over. Maybe there's some work they want to do. Maybe they want to add some functionality. Hey, you know, if they want to make it better, you know, maybe have the vibrations in the controller because that will have the DualSense technology in it, then okay, cool. Maybe that gives it a cool experience. But I was surprised that, like, oh, it's not a launch game. For all we know, it's out the month after, you know? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Gran Turismo 7, a free update, and Beat Saber. Yeah, I mean, cool. I mean, they got, I wonder how that how that's going to be. Because uh, you're just going to be playing with the controllers. So yeah. I'm, wonder, I'm wondering if there's going to be, like, you're going to ha- have the the um, the controllers, like, a, a wheel, or are you just going to control them with the D-pad and buttons? No, I don't know. That's a, I don't know. I don't know. I, I had or Beat Saber off. for the original PlayStation VR, and the only sucky thing was you had the, the, the wands, of course. Yeah. But that's the thing is, depending on where the camera is, if it doesn't detect that other one, it misses the the mark since because of that. But 
with this PSVR 2, since there's not really a camera on you and it's already going to sense where you're going with yeah. the actual thing, then there's not going to be that, like, not barrier, but that interference. Yeah. So I'm going to have a better experience with Beat Saber, hopefully. You know, we don't know until we try it. Yeah. Joe? You know I don't give a shit about, <laughs> <laughs> about those games coming to VR. <laughs> so... One of the things that was also one of the last things that Sony talked about, because then after that they talked about other movie stuff or their film department or anything. Uh, Sony reveals PS5 accessibility controller Project Leonardo. Sony has announced the Project Leonardo, a new customizable controller aimed at players with disabilities. Announced during a CES presentation on Wednesday, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan and Project Leonardo would help players with disabilities to play more easily and comfortably. The controller is highly customizable with a robust kit of buttons, Ryan said, and can be used as a standalone controller or paired with a DualSense controller. Sony says that gathering the valuable feedback from the community as it proceeds with the development of the controller. Though conversation with the accessibility experts and incredible organizations like Able Gamers, Special Effects, and Stack Up were designed a highly configurable controller that works in tandem with many third-party accessibility accessories and integrates with the PlayStation 5 console to open up a new way of gaming, a PlayStation blog post states. According to the post, Project Leonardo is expandable through over through four 3.5mm aux ports to support a variety of external switches and third-party accessibility accessories. This enables users to integrate special switches, buttons, or analog sticks with the Project Leonardo controller. The external accessories can be dynamically connected or disconnected, and each can be configured to act like any other button. This mirrors Microsoft's Xbox Adaptive Controller, which launched in 2018 and allows players to use various third-party controller methods with the Xbox console. Project Leonardo can be used as a standalone controller or paired with an additional Project Leonardo or DualSense wireless controller. Up to two Project Leonardo controllers and one DualSock wireless controller can be used together at a single virtual controller. It can be easily measured to an amps mount or tripod and can be oriented at a 360 degrees for most comfortable use. Players can also program the north orientation of the analog sticks to match their preferred controller orientation. I think uh, for me, with something like this announced, this is awesome. This is great because you get, anyone can play. This will help anyone with any type of disabilities. It was something cool that Microsoft ended up doing a yeah. long time ago in 2018. And it's awesome that Sony's been doing this. And, and this type of thing has been, been happening with games as, as the years have gone on. Especially um, some accessibility stuff. And even some of the options, like stuff in God of War and The Last of Us Part Two, had a lot of uh, things for people with visual disabilities or, or other things that helped people. So I think stuff like this with companies like Microsoft and Sony uh, taking the time and putting in the effort to make gaming accessible to anyone, regardless of, of, of anything, you know, anyone with any type of disability, I think it's just a win. I think it's awesome that they're doing it. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, it's awesome. I think it's, it's cool that they're they're giving a sh uh, they're taking a shot at it too. Mm -hmm. um, so you just gotta hope that that it works just as good, or if not better than the Microsoft, the, just so you yeah. can have um, just people like you said with disabilities be able to play that. That's fucking that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It's about time, actually. It's mm -hmm. it's been due yeah. that they have an accessibility controller. So mm -hmm. good for them only negative i have to say about this and it has nothing to do with xbox or sony's controllers in any way it just always has to do with the fucking gaming community i 
I'm reading this article, right? And I'm thinking, this is awesome. This is great. And you know what the first comment is? Microsoft did it first. Oh, well, it says in the article, you fucking idiot, that it says Microsoft did it first. But at the same time, I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Oh, Sony following what Microsoft's doing. It's like, ugh. What, Nintendo, when are you going <laughs> to do it? We did it with the Wii. You know? Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. So uh, we just can't have anything nice. In the game community, no one could just be no, like, this is awesome. Just, cause it's just going to be assholes yeah. fucking and having to say whatever the fuck they want. So, uh, uh, yeah. Other than that, it's cool. Yeah. Not what they said, but it's cool that they <laughs> No, it's cool what they said. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, Xbox and Bethesda will live stream a developer's direct on Wednesday, January 25th. It's been announced. That includes big features, extended gameplay showcases, and the latest info for Xbox game launching in the next few months, including Elder Scrolls Online, Forza Motorsports, Minecraft Legends, and Redfall. To dedicate the proper amount of time for a deep dive into Bethesda Game Studio Starfield, a standalone show is in the works, the company says. The event will begin at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, and include the following content in Microsoft Words. The event's announcement follows a recent tease from Xbox boss Aaron Greenberg in which he tweeted, This should be a fun week. Excited for the days of progress. Following Microsoft's low-key participation at the Game Awards in December, where the company opted to make no major announcements, Greenberg told fans 2023 would be incredibly exciting for Xbox. They wouldn't have to wait long for news. We have a lot planned for the show and share about an incredibly exciting year ahead of 2023, he said last month. You will not have to wait too long for what's next from us. Bethel Joe, with the announcement of this developer direct for Xbox and Bethesda, one, what are you hoping for? And two, do you think uh, we'll actually get anything of weight in this? I don't know. I'm hoping that they announce something fucking new. I mean, they have to. What the fuck? Nothing. There mm-hmm. hasn't been anything really announced that that strikes my that uh, interests me. Um, as for the Bethesda stuff, I really I'm like whatever about it. Yeah. But I, I'm on the uh, X actual Xbox side of things. I want them uh, to show something new. Yeah. Or maybe not new, but like at least a release date for something. I don't really have any expectations. Um, <laughs> like I said, I, I, I hope there's some cool shit. I'm, I'm, I'm more just open to, all right, let's see what they got, you know? Mm. Um, and like, but I said, hopefully some new stuff, hopefully some exclusives or something, yeah, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. I think for me, it's just more, I honestly hope, like, do not announce anything unless it's out this year. Yeah. Like, you got to stop. I get it. You want to get people excited, but like things are taking way too long. Like, if you're gonna so if you're gonna show send you sacrifice again, it better be out like in the next two months. Oh, yeah. because it's just they've they've announced that what like four or five years ago the sequel or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, and again, everyone's guilty of that. Nintendo, fucking Sony, but I think right now because we're just waiting for something, it's. It just seems worse for Microsoft, unfortunately, because we're just we've just been waiting, you know, and and yeah, don't get me wrong, it would be great if we got a tease like Banjo Kazooie, the next one, like Banjo Kazooie three, like yeah, that would be great. Dumb with from Toys for Bob, right? Is working on it. Yeah, but if it's not out soon or or pretty soon, then like we're then we're waiting. Like it's been four years since the announcement of Banjo Kazooie three. Yeah. Like, and then what happens? Like, oh, there's been some problems. Oh, it got canceled. You know, like, I don't know. Scalebound gets announced again or whatever. I don't know. But I, I just want them to just, if you're going to announce something, it better be soon. And don't over-announce something. I don't know. I, that's all I, I just care for. 
and again, I think I fall in yours, Bethel, in your in your thought process of like I could care less about Bethesda. I'm still mad that they're calling it an Xbox and Bethesda thing. Yeah. They should just call it Xbox because it's yeah. part of Bethesda. Yeah, it's, it's part, yeah. part of it now. But uh, here's hoping that we come out of it and we talk about some good stuff uh, in next month when when it comes out. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. Before we get into the main topic for this week, there was something I want to talk about because I sent you guys a video footage of a title that I didn't know later until talking to Bethel more about it, but a, a boxing game called Undisputed. There was an announcement trailer or a showcase trailer for it today as we were recording this and an early access for PC it said. So hopefully, I think it said on Steam. So hopefully it's backwards compatible with, or it's compatible with the Steam Deck because I'll try it because I'm interested. But it's a it's a boxing game, and we haven't had a boxing game in a while. So Bethel, I'll let you continue with what it was before because I didn't know until you mentioned it, and I, I kind of want to get your guys' feelings on it. Yes, on, on uh, it. esports boxing is what it was called before, and this dude, I didn't, I can't remember the last time, the first time I heard about it. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it was Joe or Dave sent it. I think it was Joe that sent it to us. Uh, um, probably like three years ago when it was still like really early, early development. development. Um, and I, I've been excited for it ever since, but I always mess around and tell Joe that that game's never coming up because it's been in development <laughs> for so long. Uh, but it kind of seems like they're, they're, they're more, um, they're getting more, uh, uh closer to the release date, especially uh-huh. with the, uh, the early access stuff. Um, probably not for like another year or two, but still it is, uh, they are showing progress. Um, but I'm definitely, it's, it's something that, that, that looks good it's got like a lot of big boxers uh yeah that's from, what i was surprised from back about. then and even now canelo alvarez he's like one of the bigger boxers out there right now he's he's gonna be in it so it's it's cool to see uh some some famous boxers uh current boxers still in it. it's not gonna be like a uh classic boxers or anything yeah. like that because that would have been kind of it would still been fun but to have a boxing game but it, it's it's cool to have the current boxers in it mm-hmm. um but yeah, it used to be called esports boxing. Uh, and what else were you? Would you want me? No, just pretty much the information on that. Okay. Like, yeah. What do you th- What do you think about that? Yeah, man, I'm, I've, I've been excited for this game for a while. So I I, I saw some footage of it a couple of months ago uh, with some of the fighting, and it it looks it looks fucking it looks dope, dude. Just like you said, I was surprised with some of the the fighters, and like I'm pretty sure I did see Oscar De La Hoya too, right? I think I thought so. I saw him, but again, it it went by real fast. Like Canelo being in there too, I was surprised about that. I sent it to you guys this morning, and I said, like, hopefully this gets the ball rolling on something. And and Joe was perfect in his response after what he said. But for me, uh, before I give it to Joe, my thing is, hopefully this gets the ball rolling in something. It gets people interested in it, because we haven't had a boxing game in a, in a long time. And I think there is a base for it. There could be problems. There could be things that don't work out. But I think just just to get 
because we had fun with those. We had fun with the Knockout Kings games, the Fight Night games. Like, we enjoyed it, right? Yeah. Uh, it had its problems in certain aspects and certain situations, not situations, but certain things of it. But, I mean, if anything, this game coming out, hopefully it's good and gets the ball rolling. I think it's it's a good thing. But uh, what about you, Joe? What do you think? No, yeah, I think I think it is a good thing. There, there's been a, a gap miss. There's just been something missing there. We haven't had a boxing game in a long time. This is an opportunity from a new company to try something out. Um, it looks like they're super, super devoted to it. It looks like they believe in it. You know, they seems like they enjoy. They really do like boxing, and I think it's cool. It's like, yeah, man. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I just really hope it's good. I want it to be good because you know, let's face it. The only other company that makes I made a boxing game with EA, and they're probably never going to do it again if they've got the UFC license. Yeah. And even at this point, even if they did make a fucking boxing game, it's probably going to be broken as fuck. Yeah. So I would rather, I'd rather, you know, at this point, you know, give it to someone new and hopefully they can make something of it. To change the name, find me, Esports Boxing Club, to Undisputed, fucking makes sense. It's uh, a, it's yeah. a, it's, it, you know, um, more they've got playing. a huge. They have a huge roster, you know. My concern, obviously, is like, you know, it's are, are they going to be too close to each other? Like ability wise, but I mean, it's just stuff that like it's stuff that I really can't I can't be worried about right now. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's more down the road. Yeah. But um, you know, they've been working on it for a long time. They haven't given up on it. They're still focused on it. So you know, I hope it really, it does really well. Besides us, like us being like <laughs> looking forward to it. Do you think there is an audience for it? Sure. Yeah. People love to box you. There's people to this day that still love um, Fight Night Round 3. Yeah. No, I'm just saying it's legitimately like a highlight of people's Xbox 360 experience. You know? Yeah, no, you're I'm right. Getting to play Fight Night Round 3 was such a fucking cool thing. That was a showcase um, for that console, too. I, I legitimately think that there is a market for that, you know? But done well, though. Like, it has to be marketed well. Sure. I think you have to have goodness, like a certain person on a cover. You know, it gets people interested. And I think for it being such a long time that we've had a boxing title, if someone walks into a store and see, oh, shit, boxing? Like, I mean, that's the first thing someone's going to say if they haven't either played it in a long time or haven't seen a fucking boxing game in such a long time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I got to say, though, I prefer the eSports boxing name over over the new one because I like calling it eSports boxing. <laughs> Closer and closer, if this does well, then Nintendo goes, hey, <laughs> let's bring Punch-Out back. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. All right. So we're here. It is time for Joe and Bethel to reveal something. But before we reveal get to ourselves. that, they reveal themselves to, the, to, to me. Um, for anyone, or if you guys don't remember... Bethel and Joe and me, uh, we were doing our end of the year review on the games that we had to beat within that year. And unfortunately, Joe and Bethel, their titles, Metroid Dread for Bethel and Undertale for Joe, they did not finish the games in time to do the end of the year review for them because that was the games that were chosen for them at random to play and beat. So since they didn't beat it, there was a penalty for it. There was a kind of a punishment if you did not complete your game. I completed my game, but these two gentlemen did not complete their game. So the punishment was for them to choose 
a Final Fantasy mainline title for them to play and beat for the end of this year of 2023. Now, Joe and Bethel also agreed to still beat the game that they didn't beat for 2022, and they agreed to do that. I didn't I didn't force it on them. They said they'd do it. So not only do Bethel and Joe still have to beat Joe Undertale and Bethel has to beat Metroid Dread, uh, they also have to beat the chosen Final Fantasy games that they are going to announce right now. But before we go, I have to talk about some of the punishments if they do not complete this for this year as well. I also said that I blame myself for having the role of not talking about the game until the end of the year. And I think that was a mistake because I think if I reminded them every month and kind of had like an update like, hey, how's the game going without giving too much information? I chose not to do that, but I feel like that was a mistake because it would have been easy for, to, to keep them up to date and to keep them going with the game. So some rules are gonna change. We are gonna have an end of the month update of their titles that they're on. So that will be my responsibility to remind them and talk to them about it. Also, I am going to talk about the next punishment if they do not complete these titles for the end of 2023. And I changed it a bit. Okay. There's still going to be some secrecy in here, but I'll, I'll explain. So Joe and Bethel, you two have agreed to not only choose and complete a mainline Final Fantasy title for this year, but also the titles of 2022 that you did not complete so if you do not complete the final fantasy titles for the end of 2023 whoever doesn't complete it has to pay a hundred dollars to me now i'm not gonna let you know what i'm gonna do with that hundred dollars i'm either gonna keep the hundred dollars for myself or it could be used in another way but i'm not gonna let you know but just know that it will go to me so that'll give you motivation to beat the game. Now I could use it for something else that you might not like, or I just keep it. You won't know, but that will be the punishment if you do not complete the Final Fantasy game. Any questions, comments, concerns before you reveal your titles? Joe? No. No? Good. Anyways, let's get on with it. And we're gonna start off with Joe. Joe. What is going to be your Final Fantasy title that you are going to complete for the year of 2023? Oh, God help me. Um, I'm going to take on Final Fantasy 12. All right. Final Fantasy 12 will be the title that Joe plays and completes for the end of 2023. Put that in the books. There you go. All right. Beto, what is going to be your Final Fantasy title that you're going to play and complete for the end of 2023? I looked up what the shortest one was, and they're all pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> so I I just decided, because you gave me a, a copy of Final Fantasy VII, a greatest hits version of it, on the PS1 a long time ago. Uh, you, it's like a, you're, you're like a Mormon. You knocked on my door and you t- tried to spread the gospel about it. <laughs> and you gave me that copy. Um, so I'm going to play seven. Uh, I got that copy. I got, I'm going to play it on my PS3. That's backwards compatible. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to see what the hype is about. If there is. Nice. If it lives up to it. So Bethel will play and complete Final Fantasy seven for the PlayStation one. Put that in the books. Final Fantasy 12, you're gonna. I'm guessing you're playing it on the PS5. Oh no, it's on Xbox, right? Yeah, and, and uh, Switch. 
Oh, and Switch. Oh, yeah, it's on everything, but yeah. I just was wondering what, what system he had it on. Because on the PlayStation Plus, there's a ton of those on there, right? Okay. For free? Yeah, yeah. That will be the titles that both Beto and Joe will play for the end of the year, but that's not all. I will continue. I will also play and complete a Final Fantasy game myself. It won't just be you guys. I won't get any extra bonuses or anything like that. I'm just going to do it. Since you guys have to do it, I'm going to do it too. So I'm going to play Final Fantasy VI. Because that is one I haven't gone through yet. And I heard really good things about it. Yeah. yeah. I was going to do my favorite, but I was like, ah, that's not fun. Which one is that? A Final Fantasy IV. Oh. I love Seven. Seven will always be my favorite because it was my first one. Yeah. But like, I really love four. If anything, like a lot of people talk about like, oh, you're going to remake another one? I'd be like, I'd rather have them remake one of the old ones. Like four. I but, went down a, I went down a rabbit hole the other day uh-huh. where, uh, where I looked up what has the longest cutscenes. Uh-huh. What game has the longest cutscenes? Obviously, you know which one has the longest one, right? Which one? Ah, really? Like you started five? Oh, I thought you were talking about Final Fantasy. No, no, no. Sorry. I went to just upgrading games in general. Wait, MGS5 or four? Four, sorry, four okay. with uh, the seventy-one minute cutscene. Yeah, I remember that shit. But um, there was uh, a couple of games on there, and I was gonna pick Final Fantasy VI, and I saw that there's like a twenty-five minute cutscene on that. I was like, nah, I'm good. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna pick six, but I was like, I'll go seven. Um, so there was something else I wanted to ask you guys because I wasn't sure how you wanted to do this or if you wanted to do this next episode, but um. I'll also, well, originally this is what the plan was going to be. Like, you guys were going to beat, like, your games. I was going to beat my game. There was the punishment. But since it technically was you two, like, it, it was, basically I was expecting, like, okay, I got to choose, have everyone choose randomly what game. And then it was going to be the next person. Like, I was either going to go you, Bethel, or you, Joe, of, like, to complete another game. But since this kind of happened where you two didn't do it, and again, I blame myself. Should I just choose my game I'm going to beat? Like, uh, do it, should I choose the game I'm going to, uh, the other game I'm going to play? Should I just choose one for myself that I want to complete? So you're going to you're gonna play your Final Fantasy game and then another game on top of that? Yeah. Can I pick it? Sure. Does it have to be now? You, you want to think about it? You can I, think about I, it. I kind of have an idea. Okay, what? Uh, Judgment 2. Lost Judgment. Okay. All right. I'll do that. I'll finish Lost Judgment because I barely even started. Yeah. All right, cool. So Lost Judgment for me and Final Fantasy VI. I got to play that too. Fuck, I should have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that locks it in. Those are the games that uh, Joe and Bethel are going to play and uh, the games I'm going to play. So we're going to look forward to it and just have updates at the end of every month on where our progression is on that so we can keep e- each other uh, in the loop. But yeah, but that's pretty much it. Well, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's Third Party Control Podcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with Beto Esparza and Joe Mears. <laughs> and we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later. <laughs> Um...
Hey, Joe? Did you sleep, Joe? Yes, huh? Joe. 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 Daddy. Yes, Daddy. <laughs> what are you going to say? Sing it up. I'll do it. I'll do it. Bye, Joe. Bye, Joe. <laughs> That's the second time just. Huh? <laughs> That's the second time yeah. just put asleep. <laughs>